Welcome to Graduate Compass, the podcast for graduates who haven't quite figured out what their next step is going to be. Amy Burke, you're very welcome to another episode of Graduate Compass. Uh, as, as a starting point, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? It's like a really bad job interview. What did you start? Uh, what did you go to, to study when you were uh, younger and what are you doing now? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me, Keen. Uh, very happy to be here. Um, so uh, in college, I did an arts degree uh, focusing on English and history. Um, it wasn't my first choice on my CAO. I actually had business management as first choice, didn't get my points. And then I went for arts uh, in English history because I, I love English and history basically Um, and what I'm doing now is quite different it's in the marketing and advertising space and so I work in a media agency in Dublin Uh, I'm an account director there working on um, planning and strategy for clients uh, marketing campaigns and it's it's one thing we don't talk uh, enough about on on this podcast is is kind of I suppose the reaction to what happens if you don't get your first choice because it happens yeah. all the time to people. So yeah. this is what what was your first reaction and did that kind of have a long term uh, term effect on where you saw your career going? Yeah. So initially it was disappointment. Like obviously on the first when I first uh, got my points, I think I knew I'd missed my course by five points. So I was like, oh. But um, I actually uh, had made sure to have a really good uh, CAO uh, backup list. I knew I really liked English and history and I, and I thought arts would be a good one to kind of, I, I wasn't really sure how I would study English and history any other way. So I thought arts would be a good backup to have because I enjoyed that. There was room to look at other options as well. If I didn't want to do English and history, there's like you could do uh, sociology, music, um, loads of different options. So I thought it was a good backup and it was for me. I'm just going to clarify for anyone who's listening outside of Ireland, because we do people yeah. listening from different different places, that when we talk about arts, we're talking about the equivalent of a liberal arts degree, really. It's it's the, the idea of going in and doing a subject, um, or doing uh, various subjects, and it's it, there's not, well, there's not, it's not hugely popular in England, but there are cases of it, um, I, I believe anyway, but um, it's probably more common in, in places like the United States. But just wanted to clarify that for anyone who, who's a little bit kind of confused or of what we're talking about. So... When you finished your degree, what was, um, where was your kind of initial gut taking you towards your career? Where was the interest lying and what, what did you start doing about it? So when I finished my um, undergrad, I was still, I still wasn't sure what I wanted to do and I was very passionate about English. So I actually did a master's in English focusing on Irish culture. And then from that, um, I did a year of that and then I uh, applied for a graduate programme in the Irish Times. And I was thinking it could be scoped to maybe go down the journalism route at some point because I really enjoyed writing. Um, but I knew the uh, graduate programme was focused on marketing and advertising. And I knew that when I applied, but I thought I could maybe look at some journalism as well. Um, but when I got into uh, the Irish Times, I actually really liked the marketing and advertising element. So my career path kind of just stemmed from there. Um, uh, I was in the Irish Times for two years and then I moved on to some other roles in the marketing and advertising space. So when you were, and this is quite a common thing as well that people do, where they go for one role in the hope that it's going to lead them down mm. and this was a, a particular role. So like, yeah. had you been doing a lot of kind of, uh, uh, I suppose, amateur journalism or kind of student journalism that kind of uh, to stoke that interest or was there anything that you were doing alongside that? So I wasn't doing a lot in college. I had a blog that I kind of just wrote uh, my musings. So just a few random uh, lifestyle stuff that I started. Um, And then I just there was a load of writing within my course. There was a lot of critical theory and analysis. 
and uh, I really liked that and uh, I suppose I do kind of a good bit of analysis in different forms now when I'm looking at media and uh, I have to work on uh, client proposals and pitches and stuff so there's still writing involved and um, a bit more critical theory but it's a bit different but it's something I enjoy. And when you got that job in the Irish Times mm. um, what, what was that like because a lot of people especially if they're going into kind of a media careers or something kind of associated with media working for kind of big name brands yeah. can often be kind of an intimidating experience an exciting experience can you tell us a little bit what that was like as you kind of started off in that job yeah um sure well the interview process was actually fairly intimidating I think there was um maybe three or four rounds so that was kind of the most intimidating part for me because there was obviously because it was such a well-known company there it was um, a very popular graduate program I think maybe 200 people applied and five were selected so it was very competitive um, but at once that was done when we got in there um, it was a bit daunting as like your first job out of college is a very professional environment um, but very exciting as well so there would be lots of like journalists on the floor beside me and they were kind of working away on different content you get to hear what the journalists were doing while also working on the marketing team which I really liked so you were basically promoting uh, reader offers uh, to to readers and uh, working on some events as well um, in the marketing side for one year so that was all basically uh, B2C business to consumer focused and then I moved into the advertising department for the second year where we were more dealing with media agencies on getting them to book in activity for clients. So just as an example, um, we wanted to say do a partnership with the likes of Heineken or something. We would work with the media agency that looked after Heineken on creating a package uh, for them with the paper. I'm just curious because the if you, if you go back a few years and I'm making mm. some assumptions here, which I might be incorrect about, but you would have been going into marketing at a time when marketing would have been very much in this phase of changing you mm. know, from from kind of going from kind of traditional marketing to be much more online and social media. And that would have been yeah. really kind of vamping up. Yeah. What did 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 your. Uh, did the fact that you were younger kind of help with that, that maybe you were more savvy with things or did it did it play any kind of a part or what kind of part did it play? Um, yeah, so when I was in the Irish Times, it would have been in, I think 2012 I started. So yeah, it was definitely kind of changing there. It was still more traditional marketing focused at the time, but as I was in there, it did start to change. Um, the like the journalism teams and the marketing teams were looking at launching their social platforms um uh, likes of Instagram and stuff um so yeah we had a little bit of input there which was interesting um and it, it was kind of more in my later roles that I saw the growth of digital uh kind of just explode really and at what point did you kind of make that realization that maybe you weren't going to follow the that this role wasn't going to lead you into journalism that it was the marketing stuff you were interested in pretty pretty quick um I'd say within a few months I knew that I really liked what I was doing um, and I wanted to kind of uh, explore that. It was a two-year program so I knew I had two years in the Irish Times and I figured that what I wanted to do next was a marketing role um, and if I could try to combine the marketing and advertising element uh, that would be great and I did do that. I went to work in a marketing department in an outdoor advertising company for three years before going fully into media agency side that, that I'm in now um, so yeah pretty quickly. So I'm just we're just wondering before we start looking at kind of the later aspects of your career, if you could take a moment just to explain the difference between working 
in a marketing department and working in an advertising department? What what are the differences and what are the similarities that, that you think people should know about? So uh, if you're working in an advertising department, you would be working across a range of different accounts. So, for example, for me, I work across um, I work across Dyson. I work across Brennan's Bread. I work across Jaguar Land Rover. But if you're working in a marketing department, I, you would be working for one specific brand. So say you're working for Brennan's Bread and your responsibility is for the marketing uh, plans for that uh, company in line with your advertising agency. Um, and the advertising agency would look after all of your like the details in your media planning. So why you should go on TV um, how many people you will reach, why you should consider digital. So they are similar. But in an advertising agency, you would basically work across a range of different brands. And in a marketing company, you would look after just one one pretty much. So it, it does sound like at times there's, there's a bit of that kind of overlap a little bit there is yeah there's a big overlap and you can go from one to the other like I, I've worked with people who have worked in media agencies and they go client side uh, which is working in the marketing company or sorry a marketing team within a company um, and vice versa so and you would work you would work very closely with a media agency if you were in a marketing team and and the other way around as well so they are quite linked so you you finished your stint with the the Irish Times um you, as you said, you knew it was going to be a two-year stint anyway, so you obviously would have been thinking about your next step yeah. as that came to an end. Can, can you talk us through what your thought process was at the time as you kind of started looking onto the future past the Irish Times? Yep. Um, so I knew I wanted to stay in marketing, so I basically just started looking for marketing roles and I found a useful website, um, IAPI, I think it's the Irish Advertiser Practice industry in Ireland I think that's what it stands for um, and I saw job opportunities on that site um, and I saw a marketing executive role in an outdoor company so basically applied for that job as well as a few others and had a few interviews and um, then that was the role I, I got next. And you were there for three years is that correct? Yeah for three years yeah. And was that the same role or did you do different roles like you had done within the Irish Times or how did, how did that work? No, that was the same role for three years, it was working as a marketing executive. And so I worked uh, basically to promote um, the outdoor company to agencies. So it was um, a little bit different. It was a little bit more B2B marketing. Uh, so we were targeting uh, media agencies to get them to use our company for their clients' outdoor campaigns. It, does that kind of create a bit of tension because you're you're effectively it sounds like pitching to someone who who is who's on the exact kind of role that you're in or sort of I know there's differences but on the other side and it, it I wonder if, if that creates a kind of professional tension because you're you're trying to achieve different goals with the same thing I don't know if, if that makes sense uh, I'm not sure what you mean on the other side who would so I, I'm just thinking and I could be completely wrong here like that you know, if you're if you're representing your client from from a kind of a from, you know with the marketing slash advertising hat on, mm. and then you've got this this you know agency who who have different goals of what they're trying to achieve. I was just wondering if there was kind of a natural tension or maybe a natural fit that you would kind of get a, get get on professionally. Oh, okay. So I just so I understand it. So do you mean that I would be representing a client and then I, there's a supplier who has things they want me to do? Uh, basically essentially yes yeah yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What I'm just wondering if that's it. kind of what yeah and um, there yeah there can it's not really tensions it's more that we would be approached by suppliers and they would like our clients to to run with them and um, so there can be tensions but most of the time we try to get it to to work in 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 
both work both ways so if we feel that like a supplier who reaches out is suitable for our brand and our client's brand we'll definitely work with them and if not we will tell them that as well so it like tensions are rare like they're kind they can be fairly understanding it's kind of like business is business and 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 that's kind of the way it is so it's not too bad so it sounds was more like it's a mutually beneficial thing rather than exactly anything else yeah no I was I was just I was just curious because I know sometimes when people talk about you know I know we can talk about journalism that journalism and PR that there's that kind of symbiotic relationship and sometimes they it's it's they work together and sometimes not so well it just depends on what's going on so I was just wondering if there was a similar kind of situation with yourself so when we did three years at that company was there a kind of a natural desire to move on or how did you go about kind of moving into what you're doing now um it was a natural desire to move on that was pretty much bang on I felt like I'd gotten everything I could out of the position um, and I really enjoyed my time there but I knew I kind of needed to move on to 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 grow my career um, and then I got a position as an account manager in a media agency which was a bit of a shift because uh, in I had focused more just on marketing for outdoor pre- before that um, and I had obviously had print experience as well, but in a media agency, I was now planning across all media for clients. So looking at TV, radio, digital, whereas I hadn't have done as much as that before. Is there any part of your 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 work now that came as a surprise that you enjoyed it? Um, TV planning. Yeah, I didn't really ever do that in college and I really enjoy it. Um, if I explain to you now, it'll all sound like gibberish, yeah. but um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to give it a go. You can edit it out if it makes complete <laughs> no sense. If you, but, and if you don't want yeah. it, that's fine as well. No, no, no. I'll I'll try. So um, it's uh, the, yeah. So media planning for TV and radio as well. It can be it's quite more technical than I thought. There's a lot of systems that you need to use. You need to um develop. So say if your client is running a product launch you know you need to reach coverage targets for an audience. So say I'm working on a hair brand and I want to reach females age 25 to 44 and I want to have a coverage that is 50% one plus. And that means I will reach 50% of my target audience at least once. So I use this tool to basically calculate how many ratings I need, how many TV ratings um, I need to reach that audience and those TV ratings then uh, determine the budget I need as well so it can be might sound complicated and um, I found it complicated at first and I actually find it quite interesting I, w- I wouldn't um want to assume for a second that I know even one percent of what you know about this area but I, I the little I do know I, I do mm-hmm. wonder if 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 it makes it harder for the fact that when you know if you're working this whole this whole area where on one side you've got real online data that's that's very kind of fixed and very definite compared yeah. to something like TV where my understanding is a lot of it is to do with kind of market research and that's how they kind of base the figures yeah. uh, correct me here if I'm wrong does that make it more difficult to, to and, and more kind of abstract as a concept to try and make these these planning campaigns on TV do you mean with the digital, is there different ways of applying? Do you mean? No, sorry, just make make sure we're getting the question right. No, no, it's fine. And so, I, I, so what I'm, what I'm thinking about is that you know you you you've got this this role where there's there's various different ways of advertising, and let's say mm-hmm. with a TV a TV campaign, and you, as you said, yeah. you've got to, you've got to get you know fifty plus one whatever it was for the you yeah. know, uh, people more than once. My yeah. understanding, and I could be completely wrong, is the way of measuring that 
is a lot to do with kind of market research and that kind of doing surveys on people and, and or some sort of, of research where they kind of figure out what's landed and what's not compared yeah. to something online where the figures are very hard because they can they can see there was so many amount of users have logged on or our impressions or things like that yeah. and I was just wondering does that make it more difficult to do the tv planning compared to the online planning and um, so actually tv is um you can you get consolidated figures on tv so tv would be another channel where you can have actualized results for a campaign similar to digital the challenge would be maybe more so on print or radio where you use planning tools to estimate your coverage but you you cannot um actualize that you can't say if you definitely did reach it but this is what you're planning to and based on what ran this should be how it delivered but um i suppose that's why you kind of use on big on big clients you would look at using multiple media as part of your strategy and um, so you obviously would have an overall we work to have an overall uh, strategy for the year for clients and then based on that we determine what media they need to be on based on their their campaign goals and kpis it sounds like a really really interesting job it's a, it's it's, it's <laughs> absolutely fascinating um and and so with the, with the are you still sorry did you say you're you're not in the account manager role anymore you've moved you've moved I've again, moved have you? to yeah I've, I've moved a few times so I moved to another media agency so in Ireland and it probably is the same with the UK the media agencies they're all a bit incestuous so everyone kind of moves around into different companies and you're so everyone kind of knows everybody so I was in a, a media agency called Initiative for two years and now I'm in an agency called Mindshare and I'm there nearly two years now as well so I'm doing the same work in Mindshare but just at a at a more senior level. It, it it's really interesting to hear the 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 career progression in this story because it it sounds like and correct me if I'm wrong here at any stage the kind of initial I suppose real struggle was was at the start when you didn't get the course that you wanted yeah. having to to move and then it by you know I, maybe it's luck maybe it was hard work I don't know but things seem to really click into place after that do you know yeah that's how it sounds like would that be a fair, fair yeah summary? that's definitely fair and I think the the luck part was the Irish Times because that was kind of really the kicking off point for I knew what I wanted to do because you're dead right um, it was the beginning and um, I was I was wasn't really sure when I got my results because I obviously uh, my first choice was business management so I thought I wanted to work in business I'm working in a marketing element of business now but um, yeah that was the time where I just wasn't really sure and um, but I'm actually so glad that I did English and history in college because i really enjoyed what I what I worked on and even though it's not something I'm working on now I still have an interest in English I'm an avid reader still find uh, history interesting and what I did in college and um, like working on presentations and things like that I've applied to um my my experience now basically and and it is I, I just think it's so interesting the fact that you know the fact that you wanted to go for business management and I'm asking a question that you'll never know the answer to but and would do you think you would have ended up yeah, the same route had you done business management I don't know um it's part like marketing would have been an avenue I suppose to go from business management but um so so potentially I could have but um yeah I really don't like I also put down business management when I was in school because I was 17 and I was like I'll work in an office so I'll put down business management without really fully understanding what it was so yeah I, I'm not sure yeah sorry it's a totally unfair question no I'm no I'm just... it's a good one purely speculation yeah. on my part because I just think it's interesting how it kind of it just worked out in a yeah. very kind of similar field anyway and and ex expanded so um yeah just interested to to, to speculate I'm, I'm I'm interested to know what your advice is going to be for anyone who's listening because because as you know this, this podcast is aimed at people who are 
you know, kind of having those career questions or trying to figure things out, listening to people's stories, yeah. regardless of whether they're interested in going down your route or, or not, what advice would you have for anyone who, who's trying to figure out their career path and what they should be doing? I think, well, in terms of an Irish perspective anyway, to make sure you have very good um, backup options on your CAO. And um, like that's what, something I was I made sure to have if just in case you don't get your first choice. Um, and if you're not sure of what you want to do, I would highly recommend an arts degree because it can be very broad. Um, you don't have to study just English and history. And I think now in a lot of universities, business is an element uh, of arts degrees that wasn't there when I was in college. So I do think they're very beneficial as well. And also, if you don't have your first choice, don't panic. It's really not the end of the world. Um, I got there um, in college. I was pretty happy straight away when I got in, when I didn't have my first choice. So you will get there. Um, it's not it's not the be all and end all if you don't get your first choice. And then I suppose if you are, if anyone is interested in marketing or media or advertising, advertising or anything like that, um, media agencies are definitely a good place to start. Um, you get a lot of great experience in there um, across a different range of media. So that would be another recommendation maybe. Because that, that actually cuts across my, my next question I was going to ask you. If someone's trying to break into the industry, is, is it the media agencies that, that is the, the, the kind of the recommended route for, that you think anyway that they, they should kind of get their first um, cut their seat in for want of a better phrase? It's definitely a good one. Yeah. Um, account executives um, would be um, the entry level into media agencies. So you would um, get really good knowledge on planning across all media. Um, and then you could look at going client side from there. So working for uh, a marketing team for a brand if you wanted to do that. Um, and then obviously going straight into um, a marketing company or a marketing team would be good as well. But I think that can be a little bit trickier. Uh, at times they kind of look for a bit of experience um, but not always they do entry-level positions as well I know the likes of Kerry Group um, do a lot of entry-level stuff and the Irish Times obviously did a graduate program so there is there's there's avenues kind of on both sides. Amy thank you so much for uh, joining us today on, on the Graduate Compass podcast and thank you very much for for listening um, I really appreciate it as always you can like follow share on social media sites at Graduate Compass or share an episode of the uh, podcast to someone who you think might uh, benefit from listening to it thanks so much for joining us amy and to you listening thanks for listening goodbye thank you for listening to this episode of graduate compass remember if there is a degree subject or specific industry you would like to be featured on any future episodes then we would love to hear from you and know what you are trying to find out our email is info at graduatecompass.ie.